Welcome to your upfront moment. We're building a confidence revolution. Hi friends, I'm Lauren Curry, the founder of Upfront. We're an organisation on a mission to change confidence for 1 million women and non-binary people by 2023. And we do this in three ways. We transform your relationship and habits around confidence, power and visibility through our six-week online course. Each cohort is called a bond. Bond is the collective noun for a group of women. And over a thousand women have graduated from a bond from over 20 different countries. We build community, real, genuine, human community, where women learn how to stand up for themselves and each other. We hold each other to account. We celebrate each other and learn together. Our community is Global Bond. We create content that will inspire, challenge and motivate you to be upfront. We are here to change confidence, not women. Upfront Moment is designed to kick your week off with confidence, self-compassion and agency. Last week, we talked about my journey from side hustle to CEO, six years and 10 lessons. This week, we're talking about the radical act of travelling solo. I am a mother and I spent the last three days on my own in Barcelona. I stayed in a fancy hotel, I drank cava with every meal, napped in the afternoon, and didn't really do much else. Do you think this is radical? Maybe. You told me I was brave. Our neighbours thought it was a bit unusual. And at times I even wondered, am I odd? Now, before we get into the juice, it would be ridiculous not to state the bleeding obvious. Privilege plays an intense role in this conversation, in every conversation. I'm white, able-bodied, straight, I'm in a relationship, and I'm the founder of a growing, profitable business. My white skin means that I don't need to Google how racist a city is before I get there. I don't need to worry about what's going to happen to me at the airport, I know the shampoo in the hotel shower will be one that's made for my hair type. I could go on. It's a really long list. The list is longer than actually than I even understand. I'm a mother to my four-year-old son. And I really think that motherhood changes this conversation. Period. Being in a relationship or not changes it again. Who you parent with changes everything. In fact... I'd argue it's one of the biggest influences in this conversation. So I'm talking to you today from my own experience and it's very likely that it won't match yours entirely, but I hope you'll find gems of insight to take with you. So the context to this trip happening is definitely a signal to me that I'm surrounded by good people. Firstly, Kim, my amazing PA and general right-hand woman, She booked this time off in my diary. Secondly, my partner gently nudged me. He said, go somewhere, take a trip. 
And thirdly, my friend Jen overtly encouraged me to travel somewhere. Now, dear reader, dear listener, this was not of my own doing. I was nudged and I was encouraged. Thank you to my beautiful friend, Marianne, for role modelling travelling solo as a mother. I'm grateful to all of you. So let me tell you a little bit more about me and travel and how we've gotten to know each other over the years. My travel has always had a purpose. I set up my first business in 2008 and I spent my entire 20s travelling around the world to brilliant places like America, Australia, China, all over the UK and Europe. I loved going on work trips. Then I had a baby and I continued to go on these work trips but this time the boys came with me. I do not recommend the strategy. I wish I'd stayed under the duvet with my baby but that's a story for another day. Now he's four we go on trips as a family and I travel for work on my own. Although this, of course, has been minimal over the last two years because of COVID. And to be honest, I do hesitate to use the word holiday as any trip involving children is not a holiday. So I have never ever travelled abroad on my own for the sole purpose of enjoying myself. And I've been reflecting on why, why I didn't travel this way in my 20s. And I think there are two short answers. I was consumed with my business and B, how I grew up. I grew up on the west coast of Scotland with many friends who'd never even been on an airplane. I'd be one of the few kids in my class who'd go back to school after summer with a tan. We'd go to lovely places like Malaga and Tenerife where we'd lounge by the pool and eat dinner out every night. It was lush, but I wasn't exposed to travel for learning or meeting friends or experience-focused travel. I travelled for work or I travelled to lie by a pool. Back to Barcelona. Tapas! Um, I chose Barcelona for three reasons. Sexy sunshine, reasonable flights, and the totally unfamiliar. I booked it three days before I left and I did exactly what I wanted all of the time that I was there. If you're curious, you can see all of this in a highlight reel on my Instagram. This took me about half a day to fully get used to and no sorry, I did not feel guilty and it didn't feel uncomfortable. Bear in mind, I've been building a confidence revolution for six years So I definitely felt the power of the upfront bond there with me. But I did notice the reaction of others and the fleeting thoughts I had during some of those uncomfortable moments. I often felt scared of the men around me at night. I felt sad scurrying home early for the fear of being caught in the fray of an angry man. The first night I ate dinner on my own was definitely uncomfortable. I was the only person in the restaurant on my own and I felt like everybody noticed and was staring at me. The next night I met Danny from Berlin who was travelling with her teenage daughter and she urged me to keep my partner close. He's clearly so special if he let you go on holiday and is looking after the baby. Is he special? Or is he ordinary in a way that society hasn't caught up with yet? Sometimes I can't tell the difference. And then I think, is it bad that I enjoyed being away from my son and my partner? You said to me, seeing you doing this has made me less scared to be a mother one day. One reason I think 
I felt uncomfortable is that I had no precedent or existing ideas in my mind. We've got Cheryl Strayed's Wild or Eat, Pray, Love that teaches that women travelling alone means you're either recovering from a nervous breakdown or trying to find yourself. I'm neither mentally ill or having an identity crisis. We see Indiana Jones who travels for adventure but Tomb Raider's travelling to find her dad. And I genuinely cannot think of a positive example of a mother. Can you? How dare she? I bet she has no friends. She's in love with herself. Why is she alone? Those were some of the voices. So my business paid for this trip and it'll pay for many more. This is a luxury. I didn't look at the price of anything for the whole trip and this was intentional. A practice that Ramit Sethi preaches and I talk about him and his work in our upfront moment, Let's Talk About Money. Now, I'm not going to pretend money isn't a big factor here, but I do know there's a chunky percentage of you listening who can afford to take a trip like this. And you don't. Spending money on yourself, not on your kids, not on their new school shoes, not on your kitchen renovation, not on your husband's Christmas present, is radical. Women don't spend money on themselves because we've been rewarded for not doing so since we watched our mothers scramble through bargain bins. So I have three recommendations for you. First, get recommendations. I had a long list of recommendations, so every single place I went was amazing. I didn't need to do the research or figure it out on my own. I asked the internet and it delivered. All the glamour. I love getting dressed up and I've really missed getting dressed up over the last couple of years over the pandemic. I wore my new suit, I wore beautiful dresses and jewellery and I loved it. Tunes and music. I took my portable speaker and it's one of my favourite purchases. I danced to Upfront's global playlist in the shower every single day. So I have three regrets. More glamour. I wish I'd taken more outfits more memories. There are no pictures with me in them. Surely a selfie stick is not the answer. A bath. My room had a stunning shower, but a bath would have been delicious. You said to me, thank you for modelling this vital freedom for women. The solo break self and the style in which you're doing it. Here are 12 questions that this trip has left me with. Talk to me on Instagram or on Twitter, share your answers with me. And don't forget to tag me and Upfront in those solo trips, the solo dinners and the outing experiences. I'm watching and cheerleading you. Why is it just about okay to go away on a girls weekend or a hen party, but it's strange for a woman to choose to travel on her own? Why do we assume a woman wanting time away from her family means something about her life is broken. What is your relationship with guilt? What would you do if you felt less guilty? Who is the person in your life who will nudge you to take a trip like my trip to Barcelona? How are you making free time possible for the women that you parent with? Why does it feel okay to eat breakfast and lunch alone but not dinner. 
When will you go out for dinner on your own? If I was a man, a father, would I be telling you this story? If you're a man, a father, what are you doing to make sure the mother of your child, your children, takes breaks on her own, to be free and to be herself? What can you commit to doing right now? Book it in the diary, even if it's months from now. A walk, a solo date to a cafe, a massage, just for you. How often do you do things where the sole purpose is simply to enjoy yourself? How might you role model different types of travel to your children and with your children? How might we build a world where a woman taking a trip for fun is as ordinary as toast for breakfast? I want to share with you a quote from a writer called Gillian Stacia. I want my daughter to see me write in the early morning hours. I want my son to remember the way I loved to go for hikes alone in the woods. I want them to see me in all my identities and interests and facets. Sister, writer, friend, reader, wife, coffee drinker. And so I choose to be more than a mother. I choose the expansive, bigger, more inconvenient life because I believe it makes me a better person, which in turn helps me to become the kind of mother I want to be, joyful, present, loving, but most of all, alive. I am a mother and I spent the last three days on my own in Barcelona. Thank you for listening, friend. Let me know how you go with your Upfront challenge. Tag us at Upfront Global, tag me at Lauren Curry, and let me know what you took away from this moment. And of course, please let me know if there's any topic you'd like me to cover next. Don't forget to sign up to our weekly newsletter. Every Tuesday, we send over 4,000 people all over the world links, insight and inspiration that will leave you feeling ready to take action. Bye friend, I'll see you on Monday for your next Upfront Moment.